Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. This, no doubt, will be again. This is one of the you know big insults to the Tawheed that have been taught by, by, the, by, by the Quran or by the prophets and messengers. So anyway, the common shirk of the people that are also shirk, the shirk of Ibn Sina, his concept was wujud, that also shirk, because that does not make Allah as Allah, Ma'bud. And even actually does not make Wajib wujud as a Rabb. So it's not proper Rabb, and not, not Allah. And the, when Sufi philosophers say, you know, Wahatul wujud, that you know, everything is Allah. There's no creator, no create, cre- created, or everything is same. So that has been no doubt a very, very big insult to Allah Taala. That's why many, many ulama for a long, long time, they have declared all those people who have disbelief as a kafir. Another shirk which has developed in our time is shirk of the scientist people. You know, science and religion don't have conflict. But certainly, when science uh, you know, starts its own philosophy, that problem happens. If science actually restricts itself to the knowledge and to the finding and to experiment, that's fine. That's no problem anyway. But once science develops a philosophy, you know, from little knowledge, that kind of problem. So one of the problem of the science actually has been one of the ideas that they have developed is that they, you know, the theory of evolution. So theory of evolution, you know, we have no problem with that. But theory of evolution, as it has been developed by scientists, it basically is more fiction rather than reality. It is not really science. So there is something science in theory of evolution, but most of the theory as has been developed actually by the people later on, it is just fiction. No proof, that exists. It actually goes against the whole teaching of the Quran. People are, many Muslims think, no, there is no contradiction between theory of evolution and between what Quran teaches, then no, there is a big contradiction. Because what theory of evolution has to teaches you, everything comes by chance. Everything comes by chance. It is chance really. You know, the way evolution happened really, there is no planner. There is no doer. The way, the, you know, things could have either way. The way evolution happened, it could have been different, but this how by chance happened this way. Evolution could have gone anyway. Evolution, the theory of evolution makes all the creation by chance. It is just chance. Why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaching in the Quran, He planned everything. Khaliq, Khaliq means the one who plans. Qaddara, He, he plans, He writes, He does everything. He makes the form of the people. The way we are, it is not by chance. It is the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intended to make us. The, our eye, our nose, our mind, He intended to make like that. The way the animals are, not by chance. It actually, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intended to make them. It is two different things. Really. Theory of evolution and theory of you know, creation. They are two different things. Quran teaches you creation. That Allah is the creator and rest of the world is created. The rest of the universe is created by Him, planned by Him, you know, uh, you know, and, and made by Him. Uh, and you know, properly done by him, and all the time he keeps look, look, looking after them. By theory of evolution, he makes the whole creation by chance. The, the, you know, it went. There's nothing, no doer really, no planner behind this. So many Muslims, they think, you know, theory of evolution, it does not actually uh, go against, against the Quran. This is not right. Then I want to say, keep your mind properly. Really. If the thinking is not proper, then the practice cannot be proper. The Quranic teaching are two types of teaching. Intellectual teachings, which belong to thinking and understanding, and the practical teachings. 
and the practical teachings they depend on the proper intellectual teaching the mind must be pure and clean ibrahim alisna's journey starts with this pure thinking hanifiya deny every single thing turning from every single thing to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making allah the doer he the creator doer rab you know and then he lela like these people you know their journey is very good thing how they make rabbuna rabbus samawati wal ard they understand who he is he is rab why those who say wajib al wujud they don't make him run and those people who say wahat al wujud they don't make a difference between samawat and between the rab all are same all mixed there no difference between between the creator and the creation these people they have proper and pure understanding rabbuna rabbus samawat al rab rab means the one who plants and think and creates so when you say rabbuna it goes against 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 the theory of evolution so deeply you know then it's impossible that you say rabbuna rabbus samawati wal ard and you believe believe in the theory of evolution as it exists now so evolution which actually far which scientists have proof and they they experiment we don't have we are not against that but the theory of evolution has been developed which actually makes the whole creation by chance that is the one for which they have no proof and that goes against the, against the teachings of the quran to rabbuna rabbus samawati wal ard when he the rabb that certainly there can not be any ilah he must be worshiped he must be obeyed alone it really very bad that you believe that he is the creator and maker and everything and then you take knowledge from somebody else to you make source of obedience somebody else obedience must be for him alone he must be obeyed alone he must be listened he must be worshiped alone that what the meaning lan nad'u min dunihi ilah that what i mean purity of the mind mind must be clean that no rab other than him no creator no rahman no one who looking after you no one who actually has so much care for you other than him and then since he is a rab he must be worshiped alone he must be obeyed he must be begged we when we beg beg him alone when we ask help ask him alone so that we call tawhid al uluhiyah to tawhid al rububiyah is the beginning starting point and tawhid al uluhiyah is the end point and all the messengers and prophets have come to teach you tawhid al uluhiyah that no ilah other than allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know no ma'bud no one to be worshiped no one to be obeyed no one you know you, you can beg no one other than allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that keep in mind these people you see thinking they want to say the thought we muslim don't think so we islam has come to us by tradition by culture by inheritance so we never have understanding really what la ilaha illallah means what actually means that allah is rabb we never understand these people they understood properly why because they are thinking this is religion can not be deep in, in, in you unless you think properly because it only comes in mind thinking is very very important that's why when people don't think it's easy to be misled anybody can mislead them, mislead them easily but when you think properly then you know you can mislead properly now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying that you see once you say he is Allah then he he looks you for, after you much more you know he looks after you before he created you once he made him a law, made him a law and worship him alone like these people he looks after them so these people they do their best they don't worship anyone other than Allah and then now they took refuge in the cave and Allah SWT made them to sleep now you see how he is looking after them he asked him, they asked him to help and then Allah SWT made help for them you know, many many years they are sleeping in these many many years sun rises and the heat of the sun can come in the cave but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has arranged the cave in a way that heat never go inside light can come 
but the heat never enters into side the cave because the, 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 you know, the, the interest of the cave, the, uh, the cave is in a such a way Allah SWT made for you know, he is the one who made the cave you know, in a way that the heat never can go inside so, so, and Allah SWT wants, uh, you know, then Allah SWT said man yahdillahu fahuwa al-muhtad those who Allah guides they are the guided guidance comes from him alone that's why people should not trust in themselves trust, reliance must be on Allah alone don't trust in your knowledge because your knowledge is very limited it can deceive you so easily. You know, don't trust in your power. Your power is very, very limited. Always trust you God and Allah SWT. When Allah SWT helps you, so you know, seek knowledge, be guided, but think really that my guidance only depends on Him. If He abandons me, if He leaves me helpless, nobody can help me. So, man yahdillah fahawal muhtad. Believers don't relate anything to themselves. Believers always know that source of every single favor to them is Allah SWT, not themselves. They don't, they don't, they don't create any problem. You know, the belief that they have got is given to them by Allah as a gift. They did not make it. The knowledge that they have got, how the mind function is made by who? By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They relate everything to their Lord. They thank Him. You know, think properly. You know, when people say me, analyze yourself, what is me? What is yours? Is there anything yours to me? What is it? Did you make your eyes? Did you make your nose? Did you make your hand? Did you make your mind? Then what is yours? When you say mind, what is yours? When people say I did with my mind, who made your mind? Did you make your mind? Tell me really that you know when when Allah Swt created the intellect and mind, intellect to you went there and you picked it. Did you pick that He gave you? When people have mind, did you choose your mind or He gave you? Did He give you as much He wanted, and did He give you as much He wanted? Are all people equal in thinking, in mind? They are not equal. Who made the differences? We made that, you know, we wanted to have just a little bit intellect, somebody wanted more, somebody more. Is it like that? He gave everybody as much he wanted. Not as much you showed. They think properly. You know, many people think like you are here in, in, in England and you went to the university in this country and you learn English and when all those things grown up. Tell me, is it your choice? You will see your parents choose. But your parent, who made them to come here? And who made your parent? Who created the conditions that your parent kept? Keep looking really, whatever you are now, it is absolutely gift from Allah. Nothing else. You never chose anything. Really. You, did you choose your parent? Tell me, did you choose your parent? Did your parent choose their parent? Nothing. That's why it's very important to understand, Man yahdillah fahu wal Who Allah guides, they are guided. Every single thing, actually guidance comes from your thinking, but your thinking comes from your paramalla. That's why believers are never deceived. They never, they never actually are arrogant, they are not proud of themselves. They always understand really that nothing is mine. All of this from my Lord, all favor from my Lord. He is the one who made me. He is the one who made me to think. He is the one who made me to understand. They believe in They trust in Him alone. And then when they teach people, they know we cannot guide the people. We only can explain to the people. You go to preach. But not in because you think you can guide the people. No, you can explain to the people, but still guidance is not in your hand. Guidance is in the hand of your Lord. He guides. No, the Prophet was so keen for his uncle Abu Talib to guide him. But Abu Talib said, I'm dying on the religion of my father Abdul Muttalib. And the Prophet was not very happy because his uncle was so close to him, he could not guide him. And the Quran said, Inna ka la tahdi man ahrabta, walakin Allah yahdi man yasha. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps bringing the right commit, right teaching the Qur'an. Because the real, real purpose is not the story of the people that gave. Real purpose is the lesson from it. So Allah wants to tell you that the guidance that they have got actually is favor from Allah. As your eyes are favor from Allah, similarly your iman is favor from your Lord. Your aql is favor from Him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala committed. That why believers always must trust in Him. They never can be deceived. And now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala against comes to the story. وَتَحْسَبُهُمْ أَيْقَاغَ وَهُمْ رُقُودِ Ayakadi jamaaf, ruraf, yaqidun. Yaqidun means awake. When your eyes open, you awake, like we are awake now, ayakad. And rukud in Arabic language is, you know, there is a word ayakad. Ayakad means when you awake. And there is a word for sleeping. When somebody is sleeping, we say naimun. And jamaaf is niyamun or naimuna, sleeping. Then what comes after in Arabic language, raqidun. Raqidun means in Arabic language, when people don't have feeling and sense. So when people sleep, they don't feel properly. So Rakata also can be used for sleeping. Similarly, when people die, do they have feeling? They are now, they are more than sleeping. They are also called Rakata. That's why you know, the grave is called in the day of judgment, when Allah will raise everybody from their death, from the grave, people will say, Man ba'athana min marqadena. Who has raised us from our marqad? From the place where we are resting, who raised us? So they call their grave as Marqad. So death actually, people when die, died person also Raqid. These people, no doubt they did not die. But they are not also sleeping. This is not sleep is. In a sleep, people don't sleep for many, many years. It doesn't happen. So that's why the Quran has used the word really, which is neither sleeping, neither death. Something in between, Rukud. You think they are awake, Wahum Rukud. Why the Rukud? There is, they are lying down there, no feeling, no sense, nothing, no, nothing, they are not thinking, they are not, you know, they have no feeling, they are basically like, you know, still, just, you know, calm, ruqudun. In Arabic language, one thing also happens is, when something is active, you use Jamal Muzakkar Salim with Wawal Noon. Quran does not say raqidun, Quran says ruqudun, to tell her that they have no power, powerless, Allah has made them to lie down like that, to no feeling. But what happens is, when they came to the cave, no doubt they scared, they scared that somebody can come. When they came, they have got a dog who was loyal to them, so they brought him as well. So these people, they went inside the, uh, inside the cave, and the dog was sitting on the entrance. He sitting there, like guarding. These people, when they came in the cave, so they sleeping on their faces towards the entrance. They can see, because they want to see if anybody comes. So that I can see when the sleeping and the entrance is actually on, 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 the, on, on the side of north. So the sleeping, when the sun is rising, rising from the, from the right side. You know, when you sleep like that, your head is in, in direction of the south and your feet are in the direction of the north. So your face actually facing the entrance of the, of the cave. And when the sun is setting, setting on the left side, that's the Quran said. That's how the, so when they're lying down, the eyes are open and they're talking to each other. 
while they are talking in that condition Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them through rukud means they became calm means you know that moment of awareness has gone from them they did not sleep they did not make effort when people sleep they close their eyes but they are not making effort to sleep they basically just talking while talking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them like sleeping people the eyes are open and they basically they are like alive people they are equal to they lying down and they are you know they are like awake تو قرآن سے وَتَحْسَبُمْ اَيْقَادًا You think they are awake. When you, come to, when you come to the cave, you think they are awake because they are like talking. So like when people are talking, their eyes are open and their hands are still are in a condition, you know how they are talking. So you think they are awake. Eyes are open, mouth, maybe some people's mouth is still open because they were talking. But while in that time, Allah SWT has taken the awareness from them. So they become, they become still. وَهُمْ رُقُودٌ But they are still, they are not awake. So you think they are awake, but they are not awake. That is really big, you know, miracle happened from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَنُقَلِّبُهُمْ ذَاتَ الْيَمِينِ وَذَاتَ الشِّمَارِ If people lie down on the same side, you know, for 300 years or 200 years or 100 years, what many years, tell me what will happen. You know, the earth will eat your body. You know, what will happen if it's on soil or on, on the stone. People need to turn. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that gift kept turning them, making them to turn. وَنُقَلِّبُهُمْ ذَاتَ الْيَمِينِ وَذَاتَ الشِّمَالِ We were turning them on the right side and on the left side. They are turning, they are changing their side all the time, keep changing. And after every hour, you know, hour or something like that, every, uh, they keep changing their side, they don't know. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make them to change their sides all the time. نُقَلِّبُهُمْ ذَاتَ الْيَمِينِ وَذَاتَ الشِّمَالِ We are turning them right side and the left side. وَقَلْبُهُمْ بَاسِطٌ دِرَاعَيْهِ بِالْوَصِيلِ And the dog uh, was lying down uh, on the entrance of the, on, of, the, uh, 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 of the cave. So, قَلْبُهُمْ بَاسِطٌ دِرَاعَيْهِ And the dog was you know, stretching <coughs> his arms بِالْوَصِيلِ on the, on the door step, on the entrance. So, Vasid is, you know, that when you make a door, Vasid is the place where the door stands. Meaning, Vasid basically means, you know, the entrance of the, of the cave. So, their, their dog was stretching his arm, arms uh, on, on the door. Like, you know, as, as, as the dogs sit, when they are guarding, they are sitting. So, if you see, come, you can see dog is there and people are there. But Allah SWT made the whole, all these people's dog, you can see sitting. But uh, actually, dog itself does not realize because dog remains with them all the time. Secondly, if you happen to be there in that, if you pass by the cave and you see seven people, you know, and some people, all the strong people, they lie down, eyes are open and dog is there. And you know, what will happen? You will run away. You will think, who is in this place, you know, in the desert, in, in mountain, lonely place, seven, eight, who are these people? You will take a robber or sign, some people, and see them and run away. So Allah SWT made their condition, if by chance anybody happened to be there, He will run away from there. He will not stay there. So the Quran said, لَوِطَّلَعَتَ عَلَيْهِمْ لَوَلَّيْتَ مِنْهُمْ فِرَارًا If you, اِطَّلَعَ means when you look at something from the top, from something like you are here, if you look down, it is اِطَّلَعَ لَوِطَّلَعَتَ عَلَيْهِمْ If passing on the mountain and they look in, in the cave, لَوِطَّلَعَتَ عَلَيْهِمْ لَوَلَّيْتَ مِنْهُمْ فِرَارًا You will run away from him. You will turn away from him running. You can't stay there. Any brave person. When you see them, you come so much in fear. وَلَا مُلِئِتَ مِنْهُ رُعْبَ And your heart will be filled 
filled with the terror so much terror you know, so much fear of them these people that howl of the army you know this is the howl of the you see kings in their palaces don't sleep properly kings in the palaces they sleep with the fear that somebody can come and kill them poison them all those things happen and allah sleep they sleep in the caves and the mountains in peace you can see allah sleep who everybody wants to kill them allah sleep they are in the cave they have no guard they have got you know, no money they have not no pilot they are just in a cave but they sleeping for many many hundred years in peace how will they how will they deliver allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who brings the peace in the heart you know not the money not the power not the pilot you can see the kings of the you can see how they, they cannot eat properly they always fear that somebody would put made have put have some poison in the food they even cannot trust in, on their own guards the guards can kill them like in india you know this pranisha indra gadi uh, she was killed by who by her own guards you know she used to pay them for what they were going to protect her the those people who used to take money every month eh, to protect her they are the one who killed her this our ladder kings and ministers and rulers they are not even safe in their palace with their army and the guards and allah says they are in the cave and then it is if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has people nobody nobody can harm so this is a lesson we have to take from here you know real thing real is iman and islam belief in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and surrender to him once allah becomes your then nothing can harm you then whole universe will protect you whole universe will be forced to protect you to look after you the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the cave of of, of saur with the bukar siddiq cave of saur is not made as a fort is not a thing, place which can protect the people but these two people there and all the makkans they are looking up to find him to kill him all the makkans and if some of them even came to the to the entrance of the cave if they could have looked down they could have seen him but allah subhanahu did not allow them to look down they didn't could not see and abu qasid jika allah said to the prophet sallallahu if they look down they can see it so allah subhanahu the messenger of allah sallallahu said that you know the quran says yaqul la sahibi la tahzan inna allah ma'ana when you know he's about saying to his companion don't worry allah is with us is it easy people in the palace they are not in peace and the prophet sallallahu in the cave only one companion and all the people of makkah they are running after him to to, to kill him he is in peace he said to his companion don't worry and don't worry their enemies have reached to the cave but he said no la tahzan inna allah ma'ana musa alayhi salam he is leaving with bani israel allah subhanahu commanded him to leave bani with bani israel take him out of egypt and when he came out he was in front of the sea and the firaun followed them and then now bani israel can see the firaun is following and they see they can't run away anyway now firaun is going to basically you know you know hurt the harm them more and more punishment So they said to Musa alayhi salam, that's what we do. The you know, king is behind us, Pharaoh with the army, and Musa alayhi salam said, they said, we are going to be caught. Inna la mudrakoon. Qala sahabu Musa, inna la mudrakoon. Musa's companion said, we are caught. Al- Musa said what? Kalla inna ma'iyya rabbi, said never. With me, my Lord, he will guide me. This is actually what Allah wants. Actually. This is the worst run only by Allah. But you need to trust in him. Trust in him fully. and he also want to teach you properly that the knowledge you have got is little his knowledge more than you the forces that run this universe you have control of very little of them most of them are controlled by him 
trust in him he, he will protect you he can make your enemy to sleep they can't see you he can make like that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam you know the arabs came to kill him on you know on out of his house and they were thinking if he leaves house will kill him and he comes out and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them to sleep he comes out and he throw the babies upon, upon them and then he he leaves they don't realize nothing this how allah protect that why you know i said in the very beginning understand properly this world is not run by the knowledge that we have got there are much much more complications this world is not run by the forces that we control this world is run by the forces that are controlled by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let us see how things are that why the right attitude should be to to believe in him and trust in him alone i i have done with these people this he did but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does everything for a purpose now allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know help them but at that time when these people were you know uh, uh, raised at that time in you know, kingdom has changed now the people have become christian they become believers but christian people like you know like any other in the beginning they were good later the many ministers developed among the christian one of the discussion in that city was is there a day of qiyama are we going to raise with our body or resurrection is only for the soul there is no body they were discussing all this matter christian people ministers so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to raise these people in that time So it can also help for the discussion of that time. So people understand how Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam raised these people. And they knew the story of these seven people were alive in the town. So people always have been there. Have been seven people disappeared. We don't know what happened to them. And now the you know the whole city has become Christian. They become believers. So now they want to know these people. So try to know their believers. So they, they they are looking for them. Allah wants to help these people to so discuss with them. So now Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, "Wa kaza leka baasnaahum liyatasaalu baynahum." like that like that means i we made them to sleep and to to have rest like that we also raised them who made them to sleep allah made them to sleep they were not sleeping they were there's out of so, so much fear when people are fear they don't sleep easily you know and at least they will make somebody to guard them allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who made them to sleep kadalika and like that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said we raised them liyatasaalu bainhum so they ask each other this has come before as well you know when you see the verse number 12 when qurata thumma ba'athnahum lina'lama ayyul hizbayni ahsa lima labatu amada we raise them to we know now he coming what what is knowing is is qurata liyatasa'alu bainhum we raise them so they ask each other among them is it the purpose of you know that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised them so they ask each other the purpose is different it's coming later on so what is sawal ka sawal is asking question is the means of the knowledge so when they ask they will know so that is the quran instead of saying la ya'lamu quran se la tasalu before quran se la alama la tabayyana now quran se la tasalu because sawal is the mean when the knowledge comes so sometimes quran use the sub and it means musabbab and sometimes quran is musabbab and it means the sub means sometimes quran use the end result and the meaning is the all the means and sometimes quran use the means and mean the end result so when the quran says we raise them to they can ask so what means ask when the question then they will know then the knowledge will come so that was kadalika ba'athnahum liyatasaalu bainahum ask each other qala qailun minhum kam labistum one of them said how long did you stay in the cave so why they ask this question meaning is they must have realized that it doesn't look usual in the way the, the way we stayed in the cave it does not look normal though allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept their body as it is 
they were young people, they remain young. Because if they, if they become old, they could see from each other's face anyway. You cannot see your face, but you can see your... Uh, uh, they remain there. Their, their nails must be normal. Otherwise, you know, in such a long period, nails can grow. Nothing in their, the whole body becomes still. It remains as it was when they when it came. That's what Rukud means. Rukud means really still. Allah Taala stop them, their, their function of the body, at the moment when they enter into the field. Nothing Like when people sleep, when you sleep, still your hair grows, your nails grow, your body keeps changing. In the sleep, things changing. But when they are rukud, nothing changes. Rukud means Allah made them still. He stopped their functioning of the body at that, that, that moment. Here we stopped where they were. Nails stopped growing as they were. The whole body. The whole body starts functioning. They actually made them still. Just they are there. Nothing is moving. So now when they woke up, nothing is nothing. The body is normal. But still they could see really. Because you can see after a few hundred years, even actually you can see your house is changed. Nothing is changed. So these people, they realize something. So the first question they ask, One of them asked, how long do you stay? So I mentioned in, uh, in Arabic language, Lavesa comes. Lavesa also always comes for a short period or for a period which is known. While Makasa comes for a period which is not known. So they don't know, they don't think they have stayed for a long time. They think it's more period. They say, come Lavistum. How long do you stay? Kalu Lavisna Yawman or Babi Yawman. They said, we stayed here one day of part of the day. So it could be when they entered, maybe it was evening, and now when they woke up, it's still evening. So they can see it one day, you know, they woke up, or maybe it was a little bit before the evening, so they could see it part of the day, not whole day. That's how they see. They can't imagine they stayed there for so many years. What they think is, they stayed there only for a day or part of the day. This actually what happens when people in the day of Qiyamah will w- w- wake up. What they will say about this, this world where we are now, they will say we stayed there only day or part of the day. Or one hour or two hours, that people will say. Very, very little. The whole life really very, very little. These people, they stayed there for some hundred years maybe. But when they wake up, they still don't realize. They think it is just one day. So in the, you know, people spend so much time, but Allah SWT knows that Allah calculates, you don't know. And that thing really, Allah's knowledge. He knows how your body can function. He stops it. He controls your body so well. Can you control like that? When you sleep, can you control your body when you're sleeping? No, Allah SWT does. That Allah SWT, this surah really was teaching you that knowledge, your knowledge is very limited, and Allah's knowledge is much more, more than you. Your control of the matters is very little, and Allah is the one who controls all the things. That's why the best thing is to trust Him alone, to do some patience. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.